At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. In the history of A Song of Ice and Fire, YouTube, podcasts, and Reddit forums, countless theories have been discussed about the world created by author George R.R. Martin and the characters he has well-craftedly developed. Who is Jon Snow's mother? Who is Azora High? Did Sirio Pharrell die? Is young Griff Rhaegar Targaryen's son? What did Podrick Payne do at that whorehouse? Is Varys a merman? And countless more theories and rabbit holes that we have all dived into. But there is one question so obvious that has been overlooked for far too long, and now it is time to dive down the biggest A Song of Ice and Fire rabbit hole. Did Cersei fuck Moonboy? Now I know what you're thinking. There's no way that she would do so. But if there is one thing we have learned, that George R. R. Martin sometimes puts the answers to the questions right in front of our face, no matter how obvious they may seem. You poor, stupid, blind, crippled fool. Must I spell out every little thing for you? Very well. Cersei is a lying whore. She's been fucking Lancel and Osmond Kettleblack and probably Moonboy for all I know. And I am the monster they say I am. Yes, I killed your vile son. He made himself grin. It must have been a hideous sight to see. There is a torchlit gloom. George R. R. Martin, Song of Ice and Fire, Book 3, A Storm of Swords, page 1006. Now, many would argue that Tyrion says this to Jamie during a time of anger and frustration, which would be the case at first. But for some reason, Jamie lingers on this thought time and time again going forward in the story, and the emphasis is always on Moonboy. Okay, as we're doing it, we're diving into this theory I've talked about for a long time. Did Cersei actually bang Moonboy? Right. Matt, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I am chest deep into a theory and these ideas that support, there is something else going on with Moon Boy. Like it mm-hmm. is, it is actually serious. You know, when George brings up something numerous times, right? When he, um, yeah, when he brings up a character over and over again, and this reoccurring thought that's lingering in Jamie's mind, it matters. And he's doing it for a reason. You know, the reason he mentions the bells with Danny, it pays off later. The reason Hodor says Hodor the whole time is because he's going to hold the door. Right. So Moon Boy matters. Let, let me let me uh, how, how deep do you are you ready for this? Well, look, so let me, let me let me bring this up real quick. OK, so the thing is, is Tyrion says that line to Jamie. OK, mm hmm. 
Jamie begins to reflect on that line, Osmond, Kettle Black, and everything, and Moon Boy, for all I know. But then it ends up just being, and Moon Boy, for all I know. He thinks on that line three times in A Feast for Crow, Jamie 1, which is the next chapter because it happens, it's said at the end of A Storm of Swords in a Tyrion chapter, and then the first Jamie chapter, he's reflecting on it. So the first time he's reflecting on it, um, he's he thinks about the whole thing, the you stupid blind fool, that whole line. Then he thinks about it again as he's talking to Osmond Kettleblack. He thinks about the thing all again. Then he's thinking about it again, and finally it's been hammered, 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 and the smaller one is she's probably been fucking Lancel and Osmond Kettleblack and Moon Boy for all I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continuing on, right? And this is just down Jamie's arc, right? Jamie too, same thing. Thinks about that line. Uh, Jamie too thinks about it again. Jamie three, and this is just a feast for crows. Same line, right? It's just over and over and over again. Jamie three thinks about it again. He thinks about it multiple, multiple times in the first few chapters. Sometimes it's three times. Sometimes it's four times in in a single chapter. She's been fucking Lancel and Osmond Kettleblack and Moonboy for all I know. Uh, same thing. A feast for crow. Jamie four. Did he? Lancel and Sir Osmond, and how many more? Was the part about Moonboy just a guide? Did you did you force her? No, I loved her. I wanted to protect her. So he's even thinking there, like, was Tyrion just joking about the Moonboy thing? Like, at least he's rationalizing in his mind the possibility of Osmond Kettleblack and Lancel. But then Moonboy, why did he say that? A feast for Crow Jamie Five. Radiant, fickle, golden, false as a fool's gold. Last night he dreamt he'd found her fucking moon boy. He'd kill the fool and smash his sister's teeth to splinters with his golden hand, just as Gregor d- had done to the poor P- uh, Pia. Uh, he dreamed about it. You know, like that's <laughs> he I, dreams he, about it. Wow. You know, it's almost like it's it's uh, a little payback, or is it? Maybe it's just truth telling from Tyrion because of all the stuff that Jamie and his father did to him with Taisha back in the day. And now he's like haunted by this idea that, that his sister, this, this woman he loves uh, would, would be hooking up with all these different people and especially moon boy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to bring up something that, that might knock your socks off here. That might be a, a yeah. little one. And one last thing, ahead. Jamie does think about it again in a dance with dragons. Jamie won. Yeah. And that's that's He's, the last that's the last we've seen of it. So it's much more early in a storm of swords, right? But then you can start getting all this talk about Cersei's relationship with Moonboy that we see. But it's that thought that Jamie has over and over and over again. It's so interesting. Well, and so the, the, you know, it's like the one question is, did she? And I think you know, you can. Tyrion said she did, right? Um, and maybe she did, right? So, so I, I think we're discussing right whether or not did you know? I, I, I would say she did. I want to, I want to throw this out here to you guys. Moon Boy is also a he, he, he represents a child of the moon. Mm-hmm. If you search moon in a search of ice and fire, and you look at the symbolism associated with the moon and dragons, and my friend, the great other the paleness to it, the coloring, uh, it cycles, all these different things and, and how it like, just, just all the wordplay used around moon. It's very, the moon was a crescent thin and sharp as, as the blade of a knife. 
there are theories about Moon Boy that maybe he is banging Cersei, and he might even be someone who later on is is actually really a problem for the Lannisters. Like it's it's even hinted at that he's been he's been a Varys uh, creature since the beginning that he's been working for Varys, and he's been working in Cersei's bedroom. Is is what Tyrion says, right? So mm-hmm. that it, it's as you said, it's stated to us, it's told to us. But I think we need to believe it. I think we need to be like, you know, we, we want to laugh at it. We want to push it off like it's it's really nothing. But truly, you know, this could be bigger than than we realize. There are so many references. Moon Boy to- could be bigger than we realize if Cersei's banging him. That's for sure. That is for sure. <laughs> uh, so. So, you know, there's a character. So uh, um, the, uh, Ghost actually runs from the moon. Moon symbolizes death uh, in, in some situations. So it, it's just like it, it's also this this one eye in the sky seeing different things. So the idea that Moon Boy is like a child of the moon, a child maybe of, we don't know, his origins or whatever, like being a spy, being someone there in, in the midst of, of Cersei is really interesting. I think he's going to play a much bigger role than what we originally thought, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you start to look even um, here, like every time Cersei, every time Moonboy is mentioned in a Cersei chapter, he's actually like doing things that like, honestly, sometimes Moonboy is the one who does him like the high sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Moonboy is just over here calling the shots. Uh (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, it's it, it is uh, it's it's crazy. And so he, you you remember too in in the histories uh, was was a mushroom, right? Who had all of these tellings, who knew all of these different things. Uh, early on, we're asked whether or not it's it's knowledge or 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 uh, you know prowess on the battlefield or power, magic, whatever. Where is power? Like like is it spread in? Is it knowledge? Is it is it secrets? Is it in a king? Is it in money? Um, is it in magic? Moon Boy is one of these people who has a lot of information, I think, like Mushroom, and who could be someone's undoing, could be mm-hmm. a part of Cersei's downfall. And yeah. it's been it's been there in front of us the whole time. Um, yeah. So so look at this. So if you look at the moon, when Moon Boy is mentioned in the Cersei in the Cersei's chapters, right? Yeah. Um, here, here's Cer- Cersei too, right? Uh, Tyrell Bannerman, both of them, they suggested left her speeches. Is he bought? She wondered, um, has he taken Tyrell gold to betray House Lannister? It's almost always in, in a situation where like, she's, he's around when something is going, not as she wants or plans, or she's like paranoid that people are out to get her, um, or something. Um, you know, she's thinking about this person is a traitor. Uh, she wondered how much Mace Tyrell had given them, you know, um, talking about people abandoning house lannister you know she's like you you uh that's my counsel take it or no you may take moon boy for your hand for all i care my brother is dead woman and i'm going to take him home um here we go again in you know to cersei three um you know i think this is with with marjorie right when they have people there playing and stuff like that only seven courses were served butter bumps who's also very interesting to look at and moon boy entertained the guests between dishes um and musicians played as they ate they listened to pipers and fiddlers a lute and a and a flute a high harp the uh, the only singer was some favorite of lady marjorie's a dashing young uh cockawoop clad in all shades and uh, of azure who called himself the blue bard um 
you know, what a disappointment. Lady Elena complained loudly. I was hoping for the reigns of Castamere. Whenever Cersei looks at the old crone, the face of Maggie the Frog seems to float before her eyes. So, you know, here she's now thinking about prophecy and legacy and all this stuff. And who's going to be the younger dot? Who's going to be the younger person trying to take her down? All this stuff that Maggie the Frog did. But then again, right there, who's there? Moon Boy. Okay. Yeah. Jamie, yeah. Every time Jamie thinks about something, he thinks about the one thing Tyrion said, Moon Boy, you know, probably banged your sister. Right. Uh, here we go. Cer- Cersei 5, right? Um, st- uh, still, it was an ill way to break her fast, and Cersei's day did not improve uh, soon. She spent the rest of the morning with Lord Giles and his ledger books. Um, listening to him cough about stars and stags and dragons. After him, the Lord uh, Waters arrived to report that the first three uh, Dromans were nearing completion and begged for more gold to complete them, uh, essentially. Uh, the Queen was pleased to grant him his request. Moonboyd capered uh, as she took her midday meal with members of the Merchant's Guilds and listened to them complain about sparrows wandering the streets, sleeping in squares. I may need to use the gold cloaks to chase these sparrows from the city. So here again, now she's thinking about... Uh, you know, Varys and these sparrows and these little birds and all of these things that are potentially going to bring her down. Who's there for one little line? Do we, is, do, you, do you even need to say this line? Just that Moon Boy is there. Right. He's there's, there. There's, there's just nothing. There's You could totally tell that line and there could be other people. We know she's meeting with people all day. Why do you need right. to say that Moon Boy is there? Exactly. And Matt, that's, uh, the thing is, is because... He is witnessing a lot of information. He knows a lot of different stuff. You said earlier, too, that he's made comments like he nicknames the High Sparrow, the High Sparrow. Um, He has been privy to a lot of different information. He's overlooked because he is a a fool. Um, There's a precedent here, too. Uh, Queen Selyse, actually, there's a joke that that they run around. They say that that she almost to kind of... um, that she and Patchface have, have hooked up like that. Right. You know, like that, that there is a, pre- a, a, a precedent for this where some of these women uh, or these individuals, these royals hook up with their fool just simply to as almost like a check or a way to kind of. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, as, as a I don't know, like like to just yeah a check on their men or whatever. And it's it's, it's kind of crazy. One of the major like predictions going around for winds of winter is that moon boy may have a bit more to tell in the whole Marjorie slash uh, Cersei trial. The, even though she, we, we have this whole thing going down with, um, uh, you know, her wanting a champion and everything and, and calling right. Jamie back and everything, but that moon boy might have, they might've had more going on there um, with the high sparrow and that he might've told him some, some things. And then, that might come back to play even more in the winds of winter. And also, yeah, I don't know. So, so there's a lot to kind of consider as to what he's seen and what maybe he's going to continue to see going forward. So mm-hmm. I just think it's, it's interesting too, that he's called moon boy, you know, like these things, they may seem disconnected at first, but I think the more you look at it, it's like why moon boy and why all these other references to the moon. And even if it's just sort of a. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
allegorical or some sort of uh, distant connection to the others and undoings inside King's Landing by a fool and just this whole Westeros uh, continent being undone by the others. It's it's fascinating to me. So he's he's there. He's there in plain sight, watching, seeing everything. We know Mushroom did the same thing and had tales to tell. Caused mm-hmm. sowed a lot of discord. And his mm-hmm. book, his book, I think, was outlawed or banned. Uh, it was burned and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you look at. I mean, just look at some of these things, right? You know, I mean, um, is he's just always mentioned at the end of some at some of these lines, right? I mean, Moonboy names the High Sparrow. I mean, that's a that's sort of a big one. So, I mean, ultimately, is he out to get her uh, secretly or something? Is he is he an agent of somebody else? Possibly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Possibly. But why why does Jamie keep thinking that she she banged him? But if you look at it, Osmond Kettleblack, Lancel, and um Moonboy potentially are all people that could be part of her downfall or at least come out to be agents against her as Lancel, you know. Seems like he obviously is gonna be if he's gonna end up being with the me, the fate. Yeah. Let me say this. People, I think, uh when you think of Moonboy. You have to remember, too, he is acrobatic. He's athletic. He can do cartwheels. He's on stilts, and he can juggle. He's a strong, fit man in a silly suit with a rattle, playing kind of a simpleton. But really, he's not as simple as he seems. Uh, Sansa thinks that. Dantas thinks that. So he... I mean, even the, the clip art of him on, on A Song of Ice and Fire, they make him out to be, they do say that he has a pie face and, and whatever, big round eyes and carries a rattle. But nothing is mentioned as to like his physical physique other than he can do cartwheels and walk around on stilts and he's very athletic and very acrobatic. So that to me says there's, there's more there maybe than, than, than we realize. And Cersei is just... Right. See, and, and, you know, another, another thing too, is um, I I would say a difference, right? Like moon boy is, might be actually like, you know, we think of, I think when we think of like the, the court jesters and stuff like that, we think of dwarfs, but nothing is said of him being, no, he's probably like an average guy. Yeah. Now the other one that we know of that's sort of uh, mentioned is Butterbumps, right? He's another one that's sort of there. Butterbumps is described as being immensely fat. Whereas yeah. Moon Boy is never being no. des- described described as that, and Butterbumps is also described as being like stupid. He can fart at will. All of these, you know, all of yeah. these things. Not the yeah. case with Moon Boy, right? And that's where it's really so. If you think he's a simpleton for this whole time, and he just acts kind of dumb and silly, it's a really it's almost a scary thing to have him. Uh, you know, it would be it would have been crazy for the show had he been there acting all silly we didn't really think he was anything to pay attention to kind of like the hodor thing right you think hodor is just super Mm -hmm. simple the whole time and then he speaks to you in a way look at that picture moon boy and cersei right holy smokes you guys gotta go look at this but like just the playfulness you know him making her laugh like and and then you can see him later in a tavern somewhere or in a bar being super serious well-spoken uh very devious or whatever like that's who he is that's who I think he is. I don't think he's this, this babbling, bumbling sort of fool. I, I think he's, I think he's strong. I think he's athletic. I think he right. plays a real good simpleton. Right. And you know, the funny thing too, about, about, about the whole deal is when Tyrion says this line to Jamie, he says like, I know she's been banging 
uh, Lancel and Osmond Kettleblack and mm-hmm. probably Moonboy for all I know. So now Tyrion doesn't officially say, I think she is banging Moonboy. What he's saying is she's probably banging literally anybody that comes in, but it's, but it's the moon boy thing that really causes Jamie to be like really upset, even though he actually confronts and has Lancel tell him, yes, I did. And then he has the dream about her hooking up with moon boy. Right. Yeah. So Jamie is in his mind, at least believes she did or could be. Absolutely. Absolutely. He does. Um, There's a moment too during the, the, the trial where there's just like these little tiny details. I'm trying to find it. It's in a feast for crows, uh, 46 during the trial. Um, yeah. Moon boy capered. Okay. But no, he, he looks dumbfounded when they mm-hmm. went like during her trial as if like his, his mouth is hanging open, exaggerated, like, like, Oh my gosh, couldn't, can't believe this. What they're accusing her of what, but like, he's totally in on all of it. He totally knows what's going on, but he's playing that up right in, in, in front of the crowd and, and publicly. I just think it's, I think it's on it's 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 wild. And George has already shown us in the histories that you got to pay mm-hmm. attention to those types of characters because they have a lot to tell. Now, look at this. Here's another Feast for Crows chapter. Moonboy was standing beside the door, holding his rattle in his hand and uh, gaping at the confusion with his big round eyes. A fool he may be, but he wears his folly. Honestly, Maggie, the frog should have been in Motley, too. Um, so here's another line in another chapter where she's thinking of Moon Moonboy is mentioned, and then uh-huh. she immediately goes to Maggie the Frog. Exactly. In her undoing, in the prophecy that will undo her, and it is Moonboy right there. I've always believed in the proximity of those those sort of connections where in the same paragraph or the same thought or the same breath, you think of this person and then you think of something that seemingly is unrelated or 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 disconnected, but really there's the connection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, that's what George does. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the last that's the last time we see Moon Boy mentioned in a Cersei chapter. And then after that, um, it's it's uh, just a dance of dragons. And then when Jamie thinks about that line again, and we don't we don't hear anything else about him. But will he be in uh, Winds of Winter and mentioned again? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Man. Okay. there's so many times and I have one here for you, too. And Feast for Crows is a Cersei thing, right? They think of Moonboy. She says, um, what I know is that when my son was poisoned, you proved to be of less use than Moonboy. So it's like she is saying this in, in talking about how Moonboy is of no use, little to no use. But truly, he's of use to someone, whether it be Varys, the high, high Sparrow himself or whatever. He is very useful, very well positioned. And then you think of like Tyrion suggesting that he has been of great use to Cersei in in, in the mm-hmm. bedchamber, if you will. It's just crazy it, when you start looking at the way the phrases that are strung uh, in with with Moonboy. You know, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting that that he comes up all th- this many times and that she's always thinking about him too. You know, another thing too is. Um, a Storm of Swords and a Feast for Crows is where we, you know, this is where we also see, uh, excuse me, um, where we see Cersei much more in a Feast for Crows and Dance, right? Uh, where Cersei is hooking up with like other women and uh, things like that. So, I mean, she's, when Jamie's gone, she's just, you know, Osmond Cuddleblack, Lancel. I mean, Moonboy, all I know is because she is, she's hooking up with all kinds of people. 
Yeah, Matt. Okay. It, it, there's no coincidence here too, that like George with Lysa being treacherous and Marillion, she's hooking up with Marillion, the singer, or like he's into her, whatever. And like, she gets thrown out her own moon door out the moon door. And, and right in that very, uh, uh, same, same chapter, she mentions that she doesn't bed monsters. And so you have, you know, the word moon, the moon door, and you have a singer slash like a, like a person in, in, a, in a lower position hooking up with a, a, a royal or, or a lady, you know, and then the, there's a denial of it. It's just crazy, man. It's all I, it might seem like a small, small thing, but I, I I'm telling you guys, there's something more to it. And there's a reason why um, he's called Moon Boy more than just his face It has more to do. It's not just that there's other connections there, other connections right and why does she immediately go to maggie the frog after she thinks after moon boy but like that one that line itself to me um the the first one right where it's just like she was she was doing all these things and moon boy happened to be there mm -hmm. um when she's like taking taking all these meetings right right it's just exactly. so right it's just so it wouldn't even it's not it's not even necessary to 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 bring up right exactly yep this is it's not necessarily for, yeah for sure um, yeah, he's, he's so, he's so dismissed, but yet he's so close to other thoughts that are really important to Cersei right. and right. Here's, here's another one. Cersei four, right? This is when, uh, Tommen's, uh, potentially naming, like they're naming ships, right? You know, name one sweet Cersei, um, you know, brave Joffrey, Lady Joanna, Golden Rose, Lord Renly, um, Lady Elena, Princess Marcella, uh, the queen had made a mistake of telling Tommen, uh, he might. He might name the last five. He actually chose Moon Boy as one of the names for one of the ships. Unbelievable. Right? That's unbelievable. The queen had made a mistake, right, of telling Tom and he might be, he might name the last five and he had chosen Moon Boy for one. Is that because she thinks Moon Boy is a bad name for, or is it because she made a mistake when she banged Moon Boy? Right. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, exactly. If you, if you go on down a little bit too, there's, there's even a, a bit where, Moon Boy is put forward to Falsey as uh, Stokeworth, to Lady Stokeworth, mm -hmm. as a possible husband. You know, like that he right. can be someone to 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 wed. He he can't be a greater fool than, you know. I mean, that's just that's right. The High Septon or High Sparrow, as Moon Boy had dubbed him, did everything by the sevens. Now you could have simply said that High Septon or High Sparrow, as some have called him. The mm -hmm. more than, but it's, but you specifically say as Moon Boy. I mean, that's a big deal because that's how a lot of people sort of end up referring to him as this High Sparrow. And the difference between a High Septon, which is in the Song of Ice and Fire, right? This leader of the faith, all of these things, it's the idea of a sparrow because we know that Varys has little birds around the city, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're thinking of this High Sparrow with the bird connotation. Yeah. And you're thinking, okay. Um, this is dangerous, right? When we think about birds, a lot of times, especially little birds, like you think of Littlefinger and his is the mockingbird, right? You begin to think of spies, secrets, dissent, distrust. And then again, who's another person who's mentioned here, right next to things we've been thinking about Maggie the Frog. We've been thinking about like Cersei feeling sort of um, paranoid, right? Same with Jamie, Moonboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. I know. It's 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 the pairing of of those that is uh make, yeah, gi gives it gives it wings. There you go. Gives it wings.
uh, the spares and all. Yeah, it's, it, he's he's a creature of somewhere like 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 Varus, and and there's a connection between the High Sparrow and Moon Boy. That's why you do it. It's why you put him in the same breath. Um, and, and the other thing I've I've read too, people kind of think that there might even be like his his undoing, or I'm sorry, Cersei's undoing could be the, even just the thought of Moon Boy. Something so maybe she really didn't do it, but Jamie believes it. You know, and he dwells on it and he thinks about it. The first two, yeah, probably did do that. Maybe he is reporting to her, to the high sparrow. He's leaking information some way, but maybe they really didn't hook up. But it's that's the thing. That's the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know, if it's Moon Boy, he's done. He could have put up with two other people, Lancel, his cousin, whatever. He actually confronts Lancel later on. It gets so serious that Jamie has a dream in which Cersei is hooking up with Moon Boy. It's right. And he actually now one one of the things we know about a song of ice and fire dreams is that when they're mentioned, there's usually something to it. Yes. There is something something big. There's something huge. A huge connection. Right. Yeah. He he is yeah. Moon Boy and Cersei had a huge connection. They did. They definitely did. So I don't know. It's just something to really think about because uh why mention it this much? Why right, you know. George is up to so, something. Yeah. So, anywho, that's uh, just sort of a fun, quick little. Well, probably not quick. I feel like Moon Boy went the distance, but probably a, <laughs> you know, a, a, just sort of a fun theory to think about and talk about because it's one of these things, right? As we always talk about it, you begin to look at these connections and kind of, you know, and this is this this person's mentioned here and all these tiny little details you got to pay attention to here in a song of ice and fire so awesome all right guys well hey thanks for uh, checking us out listening today as always be sure to follow as and myself anywhere on social media at super gains rose or at womp rat underscore 2m we will be coming back with a storm of swords chapter one jamie one uh with our good friend nikki right kale easy she's coming back on for that um, certainly thanks for her for, for doing that and come back on the show thank you guys as always for listening be sure to check out any of our extended content over on patreon.com or apple premium and all of our other podcasts and shows are there as well so hope you guys are having a great day as always thank you for watching for those of you on youtube thank you for listening and remember that winter is coming At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.